Welcome back to The Word Podcast. I'm Julian Spivey, the creator, editor, lead writer for The Word Webzine. You can find us online at thewordwebzine.weebly.com. You can find our podcast pretty much anywhere podcasts are available, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. I'm joined today by Tyler Glover for our annual Grammy Awards preview and prediction show. This is the fourth consecutive year, Tyler, that we've done this particular episode. I want to thank you once again for joining me. Oh, yes. I'm excited to talk about it it's uh it's become uh one of my favorite episodes of the year so i I hope uh uh, you enjoy it as much as i do and i hope the listeners enjoy it as well so uh the uh 65th annual grammy awards are less than a week away uh they will be held on sunday february 5th from the crypto.com arena in los angeles and those awards will be broadcast on cbs as well as streaming live on Paramount Plus, if you subscribe to that, to that, it'll be uh, it'll start at 7 p.m. Central Time. Now, the biggest plot point of the 65th annual Grammy, the head-to-head competition between Beyonce and Adele in the general field categories. And I'm not being hyperbolic in the least when I say this could be the most important Grammy Awards in history, because depending on what happens between these two artists in these three categories of album, record, and song of the year. This could be the end of the Grammys as a serious music body. What I mean by this is that there have been controversies in the past with the Grammys not giving major award, a uh, major award in the general field categories to artists of color, even though Beyonce is the winningest female performer in the history of these awards. Now, most notably, this occurred in 2017 when Adele's 25 album beat Beyonce's Lemonade album for album of the year. And even Adele from the podium, while accepting her honors, said it should have gone to Beyonce. There was also the stunning moment from 2015 when Beck's Morning Phase album defeated Beyonce's self-titled album. But it's not just this. It's also the fact that hip-hop has rarely been honored in the general field categories. Some artists have already said they've had enough. Most famously, Drake, who is probably the most famous rapper in the genre today, has withdrawn his albums and tracks from competition. The Weeknd has also removed his albums and tracks from competition. And Silk Sonic, the duo consisting of Bruno Mars and Andrew Pock, didn't submit their album this year, despite winning both song and record of the year last year for Leave the Door Open. Though it is possible that's more an effort to share the stage with other artists. I have a feeling this year is reckoning for many. If Adele, who's probably the favorite win album of the year, which would be her third executive win in this category, beats Beyonce's rent, it could be seen by at least some as a nail for these honors. Now, if Adele's Easy On Me beats Beyonce's Break My Soul for both record and song of the year, in addition to album of the year, I don't even know what's going to happen. Now, this is just my reading on the situation, having paid attention to the industry over the last decade. Personally, I prefer Adele's music to Beyonce's, and personally, I wouldn't vote for either of them in two of... Uh, either of the two in any of these three general field categories. I feel like there's better options. But I'm just one music fan who podcasts and not an actual voting member of the Grammys. And I'm certainly not an entire body of voters that may or may not uh, have diversity issues. So Tyler, before we actually get to our album of predictions and whom we'd personally vote for, do you have any opinions on what I've just said? Yeah, well, I just I just think that it's, you know, with Beyonce not winning, 
it, it, it's just kind of crazy because honestly, you know, I honestly thought, I mean, and this is, you know, coming from, you know, the Taylor Swift fan of your podcast, you know, um, I actually thought she was, she was going to win for I Am Sasha Fierce years ago for, when it was up against Fearless and when Taylor won her first album of the year. So I even thought she was going to win then. And um, and then it just felt honestly, it felt like kind of a slap in the face when she lost to Beck because she was just so heavily favored that year. And that was just seen as a weird out of nowhere, because like, I mean, I was following a lot of websites and everybody thought that was finally her year. And so Bex was just like just a WTF win. I mean, for a lot of people, I mean, he, he might have been deserving, but it definitely felt like that was her time. So then when we finally got to Adele versus, you know, Adele's um, 25 versus Lemonade, it was like, okay, this is definitely her time. And I will say, like, I mean, like, I'm like you, I do prefer Adele's music to Beyonce's. Um, but, and, and 25, I feel like was a deserving winner. It, it um, I don't think, I don't understand why Beyonce didn't win that particular year, considering the narrative, considering that she's put out so much work in the past. Um, considering that they had already given it to Adele, I mean, I feel like those some of those politics do should factor in sometimes. Um, but like with this year, especially, I I feel like it would be it would be hard for me to, me as personally to take the Grammy seriously if they don't give it to her this year because you, you know she's she's given her due. She's won the most you, you, Grammys for a, for for a female. You know, like it's just ridiculous that she's only won one general field um, out of all of those wins. And, um, and I just, I, I just think that they, I agree that it, they'll seem to be irrelevant and that, uh, you know, speaking of the weekend, when you were talking about the weekend, um, you know, that, that is still probably one of the biggest, what the crap moments, um, for me in the history of the Grammys, uh, as far as me following it personally, um, was cause blinding lights to me was the song of the year and the record of the year. And it wasn't even nominated that year and so that just blew my mind and I can definitely understand why he would not want to submit um, anymore because of that because that was definitely seen as a huge omission um, but yeah I, I agree with you that it's it's definitely going to be hard to take them seriously when already artists are already pulling their names from even contending it's like they're you know questioning the validity of the whole thing anyway and um, so I definitely think that this is definitely a year where it will. I mean, even if it's not just everybody, I think there are going to be certain people that definitely take it less. There's only so many major artists that can back out of submitting awards before we just say, well, what's the point of doing this anymore? Mm -hmm, absolutely. It definitely right. wouldn't feel like we have a best of. Yeah. You know, like, okay, well, it's not the best because, you know, well, this is the best that isn't the weekend Beyonce or <laughs> Drake or, you know, eventually it would get to the point okay well yeah, yeah why are we doing this yeah well let's get into the album of the year category and i'll list off the nominees and then we can discuss who we believe will win and then we can discuss uh who we would vote for if we had a vote um the nominees for album of the year are 30 by adele produced by greg kirsten inflow tobias jesso jr ludwig Göransson, max martin sean everett and shellback uh, Good Morning Gorgeous Deluxe by Mary J. Blige, produced by Swizz Beats, Her, Anderson Pock, and 13 Other People. Harry's House by Harry Styles, produced by Kid Harpoon, Tyler Johnson, and Samuel Witt. In These Silent Days by Brandy Carlisle, produced by Dave Cobb and Shooter Jennings. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar, produced by Kendrick Lamar and 18 Other People. 
Music of the Spheres by Coldplay, produced by Max Martin and eight others. Renaissance by Beyonce, produced by Beyonce and 20 other people. Special by Lizzo, produced by Max Martin and 24 other people. Un Verano Senti by Bad Bunny, produced by 22 different people that nobody listening wants me to take the time to list. And Voyage by ABBA, produced by Benny Anderson. Yep, just Benny Anderson. Apparently you can produce an album if you're just one person still in 2022-23. All right, Tyler, uh, where do you see this one going? So, you know, just like we talk, we're talking about, you know, like I really feel like it is going to be Beyonce versus Adele. It it really is hard for me to see anybody else winning, honestly. I, the, the, I was, as you know, just as a possibility, I could say, see Harry Styles, Harry South winning as a third possibility. But I honestly just cannot imagine anybody other than Beyonce and Adele's name read off. Um, and like, I want to believe that it's going to Beyonce's Renaissance, and that's going to be my prediction because I'm hoping the Academy is going to do going to do this for her. Um, you know, this time after all the times that she's been overlooked, and but I still would not be very shocked to see Adele's thirty and then continue the love fest for her um, as well. So, um, but I'm definitely I'm I'm predicting Beyonce's Renaissance to win, and I would on I would honestly personally vote for her at this point, and I know that this is probably wrong to say this but because of the politics of it the fact that she's been deserving in the past and didn't get it i feel like those her narrative would definitely make me vote for her this year it's kind of like voting for an actor based on previous performances i I don't necessarily like that i I can understand why some people would do it if they love an artist so much but that's not necessarily how i would ever do things um you're right. It's it's pretty much a two-horse race between Renaissance and 30. Uh, though, if you did want to throw a dark horse in, I'd go with Kendrick Lamar's Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Uh, it doesn't seem to be as well-received as his two previous albums, though, Damn in 2017 and To Pimp a Butterfly in 2015, which were both among the favorites those years and considered by many as snubs when they didn't win. Uh, I think Beyonce's Renaissance is going to win. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be with you. Maybe I'm just being – maybe it's just wishful thinking on my part because I would like to see the Grammys continue as a leader in music awards. I don't want to see them turned into complete irrelevancy. Uh, the Grammy voters, though, like you said, they've <laughs> certainly shown in the past that they love themselves some Adele, and I, I completely understand that. Uh, she's probably the most beloved pop star overall because her music is so inoffensive and something that everyone, pop lovers, non-pop lovers, young people to the old people, they can all enjoy. Uh, so I, I'm going to say that the Gr- Grammys finally give Beyonce her due, right or wrong, and uh, that Renaissance does win Album of the Year this year. Now, if now now you said you would vote for, for Renaissance. Uh, did you want to add anything about any of the other albums? Um, honestly, uh, the only other thing I would probably say is that um... – you know, I, I really it's it's nice to see Lizzo back in this category for mm-hmm. special. Um, I, I see her as probably like probably spot four, honestly, as far as like the votes the voting goes. Um, you know, I, I just want to say that it, if for some re- weird thing happened and she won, I wouldn't be upset because I know I'm in the minority, but I would have loved to have seen her win against Billie Eilish years ago. So I. Definitely hope that she can pull off a win for Album of the Year one day. I don't think it's going to happen this year, but I would love to see it happen for her. There are certain artists who I think could win this year, and it wouldn't 
send the awards into irrelevancy. And I think Lizzo is one of those artists because uh, it's not necessarily y'all y'all don't like Beyonce because again she's the winningest artist in the history of the Grammys, uh, but it's more of a y'all aren't giving diversity a chance and i say that knowing full well that john batiste won album of the year last year but his music is a different kind of music than the music that beyonce and lizzo and kendrick lamar release uh it just is uh so i think if lamar or lizzo or maybe even bad bunny who's not african-american but he's a cultural a world phenomenon if if those artists were somehow to win this award uh, instead of uh, uh, Beyonce and Adele, I, I think that it would still be a positive uh, for the Grammys. Uh, but I, I think it's definitely going to come down to Beyonce or Adele. Now, um, as for my vote, once again, I'm not happy with the Recording Academy because they have completely ignored major music genres in the album of the year category again. I understand this isn't the first time I've said this on this particular show, but it continues to be a major problem. I think at the very minimum, there should be one pop, one hip hop, one rock, and one country album among the 10 nominees. That's only four albums. Then you can fill out the other six with whatever you want. I don't care if they're all pop albums. Uh, but once again this year, there's not a single rock. There's not a single country album included in this category. And you can't tell me there's not a single album in those genres that isn't worthy of a nomination. Um, and then there are some albums that I just don't understand how they could possibly be nominated. I don't get the Recording Academy's infatuation with modern-day ABBA. I, I don't understand the Coldplay nom. Uh, there are albums here that I like some of the tracks on, 30 by Adele, Special by Lizzo, Harry's House by Harry Styles. But overall, it wouldn't be something I'd choose to listen to from start to finish. The only album of these 10 nominees that I would voluntarily press play on and listen from the start to the very finish more than once is Brandy Carlisle's In These Silent Days. It's pretty much an amalgamation of many great genres, folk, rock, pop, country, with fantastic songs like this year's Record of the Year nominee, You and Me on the Rock, last year's Record and Song of the Year nominee, Right on Time, as well as this year's Best Rock Song nominee, Broken Horses. Carlisle is an excellent songwriter, and her and her band are truly gifted performers. I had the uh, honor of seeing them in Dallas last year, last July. They were spectacular live as well. Uh, this album has no chance of breaking through and actually winning, but if I had a vote, it would be In These Silent Days by Brandy Carlisle. Do you have any um, opinion on any of that? No, I, I will say that Brandy Carlisle is somebody that, you know, I, one of the things I do like about the Grammys is how they do shed a light on people that you might not have listened to before. And, you know, if it wasn't for knowing you and the Grammys, um, I probably would have never heard anything about her. And I have loved everything I've heard from her. So it's that, that's one thing I do like about the Grammys so much. All right, let's get into the other big award of the night record of the year. The nominees are Don't Shut Me Down by ABBA. Easy on Me by Adele, Break My Soul by Beyonce, Good Morning Gorgeous by Mary J. Blige, You and Me on the Rock by Brandy Carlisle featuring Lucius, Woman by Doja Cat, Bad Habit by Steve Lacey, The Heart Part 5 by Kendrick Lamar, About Damn Time by Lizzo, and As It Was by Harry Styles. Again, it's difficult for me to predict because there are songs here that were massive hits, as it was, Easy On Me, About Damn Time, all huge pop hits. Uh, but a song doesn't really have to be a massive hit to win this award. Uh, Kendrick Lamar's The Heart Part 5 is impressive, but I think it's going to find its flowers elsewhere at the Grammys this year. 
Uh, again, why is ABBA here? Is it just that the Academy regrets not giving them an award in their heyday in the 70s when they were relevant? Um, Beyonce's Break My Soul may not have been a huge Billboard hit like some of the others I mentioned, but it was well regarded by critics for sure. And I have to assume those within the industry. I have little confidence here, uh, but it's what I'm predicting. I'm going to predict Break My Soul by Beyonce to win. So um, if I am correct in this, I have already predicted her to win two of the three big uh, awards. So may- maybe that'll keep the Grammys going for a few more years. Uh, who do you think is going to win? So, you know, it's 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 weird, like my my reasoning on this, I think. But it's it's like I feel like the Grammys are going to, finally did give her album but i just feel like they're gonna be like okay here's your album of the year but we're still giving record to easy on me by adele and like i just honestly could definitely see it happen um where adele gets still gets record and even song um but i mean i would i think break my soul would be a deserving winner i really liked the song a lot and i think it would be great for them to give her you know be like okay we have it We've only given you song of the uh, was it, I don't remember if she won for song of the year or record of the year for bat single ladies. It was one of them though, yeah. um, well, only one of them though. And uh, um, I think it would be great for them to be like, okay, well here's all three of them for you. You know, um, again, break my soul would be a deserving winner in my opinion. Um, but I, I just I just feel like they're I feel like they're gonna just give I feel like easy on me for Adele is gonna win though. I just yeah. it's so hard for me to predict against it. Well, I certainly think Easy on Me is the is is the runner up. It's the one that I I think will win if Break My Soul does not win. But here's the thing: is Record of the Year is 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 basically a, a production award, and Easy on Me may be the most sparse production of any of these ten nominees. Now I know Good Morning Gorgeous by Mary J. Blige and Don't Set Me Down by Abba are also not exactly huge bangers, but um, I. I feel like that would be weird to give her easy on me over, over Beyonce or maybe even Lizzo or Harry Styles or, or Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Well, and sometimes, I mean, like I literally went back on this prediction a lot because you know, like a lot of times they do give album record and song to the same person. Like the year that I, I mean, like, cause I was wrong years ago with Billie Eilish. I thought that they would give Billie Eilish and Lizzo, uh, you know, some of, I thought they would split it up and they just were like, no worry. We love Billie Eilish. And so, you know, sometimes they do that. Um, so, you know, it is kind of, I don't know. It's, well, I just feel like Easy On Me was so big. I just don't see them turning it down here. I just don't. But it's, like I said, but, oh, it's just hard for me to predict against it, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I, I get that just because the Grammys love Adele so much. Uh, I've mentioned on this particular show before. Uh, in fact, I mentioned it every year we do this. I'm not the biggest pop music fan or connoisseur, but I really did dig easy on me. time And as it was um, bad habit by Steve Lacey is pretty fun too. I just haven't heard it as much as the other three. Uh, but which of these records am I most likely to do the most without skipping and which am I most likely to sing along to? It's You and Me on the Rock by Brandy Carlisle featuring this, which I had the honor of hearing those guys do live like in Dallas, Lucian's opener for Brandy Carlisle. So they had, their, they had them there to do uh, the song together, and it was great. So once again, I, I'm two for two on who I would vote for Brandy Carlisle. Uh, uh, who would you vote for? Would it, would it be Adele's easy on? I, th- I honestly think it would. I honestly think it would. But um, But I say that with like, I'd be, it, it would be hard. I'd probably be like 
honestly going back and forth between that and about dumb time from Lizzo and you and me on the rock, Brandy Carlisle, because those are probably my three favorites. All right, let's go on to uh, Song of the Year, and the nominees are ABCDFU by Gail, written by Sarah Davis, Gail, and Dave Pittenger. About Damn Time by Lizzo, written by Lizzo, Eric Frederick, Blake Slatkin, and Theron Michael Thomas. All Too Well, the 10-minute version by Taylor Swift, written by Taylor Swift and Liz Rose. Was by Harry Styles, written by Tyler Johnson, Kid Harpoon, and Harry Styles. Bad Habit by Steve Lacey, written by Matthew Castellanos, Brittany Fauché, Diana Gordon, John Carroll Kirby, and Steve Lacey. Break My Soul by Beyonce, written by Beyonce, S. Carter, The Dream, and Christopher A. Stewart. Easy On Me by Adele, written by Adele Adkins and Greg Kirsten. God Did by DJ Khaled, featuring Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, John Legend, and Friday. Written by Tariq Azuz, E. Blackman, Khalid Khalid, F. LeBlanc, Sean Carter, Dwayne Carter, John Stevens, William Roberts, and Nicholas Warwer. The Heart Part 5 by Kendrick Lamar, written by Kendrick Lamar, Jake Kosick, Johnny Kosick, and Matt Schaefer. And Just Like That by Bonnie Raitt, written by Bonnie Raitt. All right, Tyler, who's going to win this one? So I will say who I would love to say will win this one is all too well Taylor by Taylor Swift. I don't think she's going to, um, but um, I feel like honestly, I feel I feel like it will be easy on me by Adele again. Um, but because uh, I've noticed record and song of the year a lot of times go to the same one, um, and uh, I, I've bet against that in the past, and I've normally been wrong. And um, so I'm I'm gonna say it'll be easy on me by Adele to win, but I would absolutely. 100% vote for All Too Well for Taylor Swift. I cannot believe she's never won Song of the Year. She's tied for the most nominations in this category and still hasn't won. And I would love for the Grammy voters to give it to her this year because this is her absolute best work. All Too Well 10-Minute Version is my favorite song that she's ever put out. It's the best lyrics. It's everything perfect. Everything's just perfect about it. And... um I mean, she got millions of people to memorize the lyrics to 10 songs. I've been to two Taylor Swift dance parties where people are shouting 10 minutes worth of lyrics. I mean, that's pretty, pretty impressive. And um, so I would absolutely, I would love for, uh, for, so I do think it's going to be easy on me by Adele, but I would very happily be happy, be very happily be wrong if they said all too well, Taylor Swift. (laughs) You know, my first thought when seeing the nominations for this category was that All Too Well was going to win. Uh, the Grammys love Taylor Swift. All Too Well is, in my opinion, the best song of the 10 nominees here. Uh, but then it occurred to me, with All Too Well not also being nominated for Record of the Year, uh, I just don't know about its chances. Now, that may not matter. There have been songs to win Song of the Year that weren't nominated for Record of the Year. Just two years ago, her won Song of the Year for I Can't Breathe, despite no Record of the Year nomination. But most of the time, as you mentioned, Song of the Year winner is also going to at least have the Record of the Year nomination. Oftentimes, both both of the uh, song and Record of the Year go to the same song. Um, I would love to say Taylor Swift's going to win, but I just don't think so. Uh, and I've also predicted Beyonce to win the other two biggest honors of the awards. And I think that this voting body loves Adele too much to keep her from a general field shutout. So I'm going to agree with you here, and I'm going to predict Easy On Me is going to win Song of the Year. Uh, before we get to uh, more love for Taylor Swift all too well, 
Uh, I would like to point out that Gail's ABDC, oh, sorry, ABC, my alphabet, uh, Gail's ABCDEFU is one of the worst songs ever nominated in the Song of the Year category. I have no idea how something this bad gets this high of an accolade. <laughs> it, oh, it is teeny bopper breakup bullshit. And we had teeny breakup break. Uh, uh, breakup <laughs> songs last year with Olivia Rodrigo, but Olivia Rodrigo's were good. So this this Olivia Rodrigo wannabe song is just just absolute crap, and I don't understand how it gets such a high honor. When keep in mind, there are no rock songs and there are no country songs nominated in this category. Now, some people might consider Bonnie Raitt to be both country and rock. Uh, but I, I don't know. And some people might consider it all too well to be a country song as well. But eh. uh, so I, I just don't understand the shutout for those genres and, and these big awards. Um, I like most of these songs, honestly, uh, other than Gail's song. Uh, as I said previously, I think all too well is the best song in this category. So I'd have to vote for it. Uh, it's, it's impressive. Uh, it's it's just just a good song. I don't really know which more I could add. Do you have any more you want to add about it? Oh, just, oh my gosh, I would just love it so much if she finally won this. Because I, I feel like, honestly, you know, me and my Swifty friends talk about it all the time. And, like, she's pretty much, I mean, got one about everything she possibly can. And literally, we were talking about it. We literally, our hopes for her is Song of the Year at the Grammys, an Oscar, and a Tony. I mean, like, literally, that's the only three she's really got to do. Because she's already, you know, the woman with the one album of the year three times you know um which adele might join her this year yeah and that's low-key a reason one of the reasons i really don't want adele to win honestly personally i don't want taylor to share that title that's, <laughs> so, I don't know. if i'm being petty just like J- taylor is a little bit <laughs> so. i bet taylor wouldn't mind if it, adele had three album of the year awards do you think she would do you think do i think taylor would mind yeah i said i bet she would Probably not. I think her fans will be uh, like that, but I don't think she would be. <laughs> uh, let's get to the best new artist category. The nominations are Anita, Omar Apollo, Domi and J.D. Beck, Moody Long, Samara Joy, Lotto, Monaskin, Toby Wigway, Molly Tuttle, and Wet Lag. I've heard about half of these artists. I, I know what I mean is to say I know about half of these artists are real people. Um, it's a bit of an unusual uh, field compared to last year and uh, recent years in that none of these artists also appear in any of the three other general field categories. There's no Billie Eilish or Lizzo or Olivia Rodrigo this year. So that makes it kind of hard to predict. Um, I think Mooney Long is the most nominated for other Grammys this year of these artists. Uh, so she could have the leg up, but I believe Lotto had the biggest year and impact overall. So I'm going to go ahead and predict that Lotto is going to win this award. What, what do you have? Well, yeah, you know, and one of the things, like when I sat there and saw this, I mean, I don't know if this is very constructive to say um, just because I didn't know them, but when I saw all these artists and the fact that I had not, didn't literally know any of them other than Lotto, um, it made me feel like maybe this is a category that should just go back to five nominees and not have 10. Like it, you know, honestly, um, cause I just, I mean, I don't know. It just makes me wonder like, why sh- should this one really be 10? Um, but, um, yeah. Cause the only one I'd really heard of is Lotto, um, at all before 
seeing the nominations, you know, that she's the only one I'd heard of before. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, like, I, honestly, that awareness is part of the reason I'm going to predict her to win as well. Yeah. Um, I hate this award, as I mentioned before. You can go back a few years ago on the music section of our website and read about why. I don't think this makes sense. It's the only award of the night that's given to an artist and not a performance or a record. Um, the only one of these 10 artists I've spent much time listening to and the only one that really aligns quite a bit with my personal taste is uh, the wonderful Molly Tuttle. She writes great songs. She sounds great vocally. She's one of the best musicians around. If you're a fan of either bluegrass, especially, but also Americana or country music, please seek out Molly Tuttle. If I was a part of the voting record, uh, recording academy voting body, she would have my vote. Who, who uh, would you also go with Lotto or did you have somebody else? Honestly, I, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, like I feel like some of those voters, you know, like may not know either. And they might, you know, that's one of the reasons I feel like Lotto could win because, you know, I know like probably not everybody very just into it all the time, even though they are part of the voting body. And it makes me think that they might go with like what's aware, you know, like what's who's been out there the most. And I feel like she's kind of been out there the most. And people that may not have an idea or want to take the time, maybe like Lotto. You know, because I know it. And that just, that was another reason I was like, man, I just feel like it's going to be her. Yeah. Well, that does it for the four general field categories. But every year we like to discuss some of the other major Grammy award categories. And we like to spotlight all of the major genres, unlike the Grammy awards, uh, in their general field categories. So uh, we're going to do that for the rest of the show. And we will start with Best Pop Solo Performance. And those nominees are Easy On Me by Adele, Moscow Mule by Bad Bunny, Woman by Doja Cat, Bad Habit by Steve Lacey, About Damn Time by Lizzo, and As It Was by Harry Styles. I wonder how voters vote for this particular honor, Tyler. Is this mostly vocal performance? Is it the entire record that they vote for? Uh, because if it's mostly vocal, this is obviously going to be Adele's Easy On Me. Now, if it's the whole track that they kind of vote for, I could easily make the case for either Lizzo or Harry Styles. Uh, but because it's the Grammys, I'm going to go ahead and predict Adele's Easy On Me will win uh, this category. What do you think? You know, I'm, my reasoning is really just like yours, honestly, too. I'm like, I definitely think if it's not going to be easy on me, Harry Styles and Lizzo or the it's I feel like it's going to be one of those three. But I just feel like Adele will, ease, will easily win this. And, you know, something to keep in mind, too, about Adele is, you know, she's only had three races at the Grammys where that at the end of the night she lost four. Like at, in the history of her Grammy, that's that's crazy thing. So it's it's definitely your. I mean, like if you're definitely if you're at you know at your office voting pool and you're voting for Adele, you're definitely using some logical reasoning. You know. Yeah. Um, I like a handful of these songs. Unfortunately, not being a Spanish speaker, I don't have much to say about Bad Bunny's Moscow Mule. Uh, I don't like Woman by Doja Cat, but everything else in this category I like. Um, I think the song that has the most lasting power and one will be still singing decades from now for sure is Easy On Me. So I'd go ahead and vote for it as well. Um, uh, what would you say? Yeah, I, I would vote for Easy On Me as well, this category. All right, let's go to uh, the best pop duo slash group performance category. And the uh, nominees are Don't Shut Me Down by ABBA, Bam Bam by Camila Cabello featuring Ed Sheeran, my Universe by Coldplay and BTS, I Like You, A Happier Song by Post Malone and Doja Cat, and Unholy by Sam Smith and Kim Petras. ABBA's Don't Shut Me Down is also in the rest of the year in the general field categories, and none of these others are. 
Now, that doesn't mean it has to be a heavy favorite, but I think it's got a leg up. And this is the award that I think the Recording Academy can give to ABBA and then just completely forget that the group exists. Because last two years with the ABBA nominations, it seems to be a uh, we're sorry we didn't give you nominations in the Dancing Queen era where y'all were the biggest thing in, in music. So here's some nominations, and I think they can finally give them a win here. Uh, so uh, Don't Shut Me uh, Down by ABBA is, is my prediction. Yeah, I, I agree with you, too. The, my reasoning is pretty much the same as yours, um, with it being in the general field as well, and the other one's not. It definitely um, does give it a leg up. Um, you know, and I, I mean, honestly, the cl- the one that I think could beat it is Sam Smith and Kim Petras' Unholy. I think that's probably the one that has the best chance of beating it. Um, but been- I don't know. I wasn't really impressed with these nominations, uh, honestly. Um really at all <laughs> like honestly other than the un, uh, like other than unholy i probably would have replaced all of these with something else yeah. um in fact i know taylor swift su- submitted two duo two performances in this and the fact that one of them couldn't break it in fact one of them was with ed sheeran it was the joker and the queen and i'm like that compared to bam bam really <laughs> but okay oh bam bam may be the second best song in this category my universe by coldplay and bts is absolute shit I'm sorry, the B- the BTS army. If they somehow listen to this, they're probably going to send me hate mail. Uh, but they can it, send it my way too. <laughs> uh, I don't like I don't like the Post Malone and Doja Cat song at all, uh, and, and I don't care for the ABBA record. Uh, Kim Petras and Sam Smith they they barely got their song out in time. It, it came out right before nominations, which is maybe why it's this is the only nomination for that song because it's been a pretty big song since it came out. Uh, it's the only one of these nominees that I can even truly, you know, enjoy. Uh, and I don't really understand that because I've never been a fan of Sam Smith. It's not the kind of music I would typically listen to, but I guess it's just catchy enough and strange enough to pique my interest. So I would vote for Unholy by Sam Smith and Kim Petras. That one really will get stuck in your head. Mm-hmm, it really does. Uh, so that's also your choice as well, right? You yes, have- that's definitely yeah. what I would vote for, too. Let's go on to Best Rap Song. The nominees are Churchill Downs by Jack Harlow featuring Drake. Writers Jack Harlow, Drake, Ace G, Bedroom, Matthew Samuels, Torrance Brown, Roger Shahayed, and Jose Velasquez. Uh, God Did by DJ Khaled featuring Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, John Legend, and Friday, written by all those guys and more. Uh, the Hard Part 5 by Kendrick Lamar, written by Kendrick Lamar, Jake Kosick, Johnny Kosick, and Matt Schaefer. Pushin' P by Gunna featuring Future and Young Thug. Writers Lucas DePonte, Navadius Wilburn, Sergio Kitchens, Wesley Tyler Glass, and Jeffrey Lamar Williams. And uh, Wait For You by Future featuring Drake and Tim's. Uh, there are too many writers on this track to name. Um, now, I feel like each year we have to give this caveat before we do Best Rap Song. I'm definitely not an expert on rap music. Tyler, I don't believe you're an uh, expert on rap either. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. No, I agree. I agree. It's true. But I would hate to leave out such an important category and genre, so we're going to try our best as we do every year. I also want to mention that at the beginning of the show, I mentioned that Drake did not submit his work, but he does appear twice in this category as a featured artist. Those were submissions by the lead artist on the track, so those were submissions by Jack Harlow and Future. Uh I think Kendrick Lamar is going to win this. He's been the biggest rapper in the genre since he pretty much arrived. Uh, Wait for you by future featuring Drake and Tim's has been a huge hit. So it could win. 
and God Did by DJ Khaled, uh, like The Heart Part 5 by Kendrick Lamar, are uh, both in general field categories. Uh, Lamar's songs in both record and song of the year, whereas God Did is in song of the year. Um, I mentioned earlier that I thought The Heart Part 5 by Kendrick Lamar would receive its flowers elsewhere in the show, and this is what I meant by that. I think it's going to win this award. Uh, What do you predict? See, I agree with you too. Like, I think this is going to go to Kendrick Lamar for the heart part five. Um, my my personal vote would be for God did DJ Khaled, but um, I, I understand eight, the love I, for heart the heart part five. I just said that I liked uh, love the ten minute Taylor Swift song, but at eight minutes the song was just too much for me. I, I couldn't even finish it. Yeah, yeah, I do admit it's the second best song in the category, though. Yeah, I guess I'm getting conditioned. <laughs> Um, man, I would have to pick the hard part five. Like I said, I'm not an expert. I don't listen to rap much, but not only is Lamar speaking in, about important stuff here with his conscious rap, uh, conscious, uh, rap, uh, consciousness rap. I'm not sure what he refers to it as. Uh, but the sound of this entire record is just so elite. I love the jazz flavor on this track, hearing Kendrick Lamar rap over, over basically jazz music, uh, with R and B flavor. Uh, I, I thought it was really impressive so that would also be my pick as well so uh you said did you want to add anything else about god did i kind of stepped on your uh, words there oh no no you're good uh um we can move on let's get the best rock song the nominees are black summer by the red hot chili peppers right up written by flea john frashanti anthony kiedis and chad smith us four better known as the red hot chili peppers blackout by turnstile writers brady ebert Daniel Fang, Franz Lyons, Pat McCrory, and Brendan Yates. Broken Horses by Brandy Carlisle, Riders Brandy Carlisle, Phil Hanseroff, and Tim Hanseroff. Harmonia's Dream by The War on Drugs, Riders Robbie Bennett and Adam Granduciel. Sorry, I probably butchered that one. Patient Number Nine by Ozzy Osbourne featuring Jeff Beck, Riders John Osbourne, Chad Smith, Ali Tamposi, Robert Trujillo, and Andrew Watman. My first thought was that Ozzy Osbourne is going to win for patient number nine because I erroneously thought he'd never won a Grammy before and that the Academy would want to correct that. But then I looked back. Glad I did. It appears he won best metal performance in 1994. So maybe the Academy would give it to Brandy Carlisle, whom they obviously love based on current and recent nominations. And also the biggest hit of these nominees was Black Summer, which is quintessential Red Hot Chili Peppers, who last won in this category 16 years ago for Danny California. This one's hard. I think any of these three songs I could easily see winning. Uh, Sometimes the Grammys like to give the award to the legend, which is Ozzy Osbourne. Also, the Red Hot Chili Peppers are rock legends. They're just younger. Uh, So I'm going to go with patient number nine. Also, Jeff Beck, who is featured uh, on guitar on this track, just died a few weeks ago. So it it, it could get a little sympathy vote there as well. Uh, Which one do you think is going to win best rock song, Tyler? So I actually agree with you, like as far as like what the top three are for sure, like with Broken Horses, patient number nine and Black Summer. Those are I definitely think it's going to be one of those three. Um, Honestly, I'm I'm going with Brandon. Sorry to stop you, but I, I have to say that I did enjoy Harmonia's, Harmonia's Dream. I just didn't, just because I didn't think it was one of the top three choices, I, I, I didn't want to act like I didn't like it that much. Uh, the Turnstile song is a little bit too hard for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely think it's going to be either Carlisle Osborne or the Red Hot Chili Pepper, pe- Pepper pe- Peppers. Red Hot Chili yeah. Peppers. Um, Red Hot I, I def- Peppers picked a patch of. Yes. <laughs> Get the, you know, all the pies out, you know. 
Um, but yeah, I definitely, th- I think that this is going to go to Brandy Carlisle though, because I feel like as much as they love her, like I honestly don't see her going home empty handed. And I think, I don't think, since I don't think she's going to win any of the, like the general fields, I, I definitely think this is one that they will give her. Typically she doesn't win in general field in the past, but she wins in the American roots if she's nominated in those. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, Broken Horses is def- definitely who what I would vote for. I know this is my third pick already for Brandy Carlo. I don't want to come off as a, as just a stand with no objectivity, but I was pleasantly surprised to see this nominated, and I hope it wins. I was pleasantly surprised because I didn't think that the Academy would consider it a rock song, but when you listen to it, it's definitely a rock song. Uh, let's go to uh, Best Song, and the nominees are Circles Around This Town by Marin Morris, written by Marin Morris, Ryan Hur, Julia Michaels, and Jimmy Robbins. Doing This by Luke Combs, written by Luke Combs, Drew Parker, and Robert Williford. I Bet You Think About Me by Taylor Swift, featuring Chris Stapleton, writers Taylor Swift, and Lori McKenna. If I Was a Cowboy by Miranda Lambert, writers Miranda Lambert and Jesse Frazier. I'll Love You Till the Day I Die by Willie Nelson, writers Rodney Crowell and Chris Stapleton. And Till You Can't by Cody Johnson, writers Matt Rogers and Ben Stennis. All right, Tyler, um, who's going to win? So um, so my prediction um, for winning is um, I'll Love You Till I Die, um, the song for Willie Nelson. Um, I just think it's such a beautiful song. Um, I, I think that they're going to, go for this you know it was co-written by chris stapleton who is like one of the grammy darlings right now and um i i just i feel like they're gonna give it to um that song it is a beautiful song it would be a deserving winner mm-hmm. um if i did have a vote though i think we all know that i would vote for i bet you think about me by taylor swift i think that that was one of the it was you know it was part of her re-record project where we the, and i bet you think about me was one of those vault tracks and it was one of those vault tracks that I heard and was like, how in the world did they not get this not get on the original album? Yeah. Like it's that good. I mean, cause like when I, I think that I like a lot of Taylor Swift fans were a little concerned when we were hearing about vault tracks. Cause we were like, Oh, these are kind of castaways. So are they going to be good? Or are they going to, I kind of got nervous. I was like, I was like, cause these are kind of like the castoffs that didn't get chosen, but so far she's just shown us, no, they just weren't on there, but they were fantastic. And this is one of them that I just don't understand how you could be in a room, hear that song and not have it on the album. Like it was just so good. It's, it's actually one of my favorites over even some of the songs that were on the original red album. It's just fantastic. Do you think Willie Nelson owns a million dollar couch? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I, I doubt he. I doubt he owns a million dollar couch. Uh, he doesn't seem like somebody who needs something that fancy. Uh, this one's hard for me because I can literally see any of these six songs winning. Uh, sometimes the Grammys they don't do things in the country categories that the uh, mainstream country awards do. Uh, and for that reason, I'm kind of in line with you, and I'm going to say that my prediction is Willie Nelson's "I Love You Till the Day I Die." Uh, you've got a legend. A dairy songwriter and Rodney Crowell. He's also one of my personal favorites, both as a singer and a songwriter. Uh, the modern great you mentioned in Chris Stapleton. So he could win this as a performer. He could win this as a writer, depending on what happens between this song and the Taylor Swift song. Uh, if they prefer to go with the superstar, it wouldn't shock me if it was Taylor Swift. If they prefer to go with a song that was a hit record, it would could be any of the other four songs in this category. Uh, if I had a vote, um, 
I honestly think this is the weakest nominees uh, for this. Ca- not the weakest, but it's weaker than most years for this particular category. Uh, my favorite of these six songs by quite a wide margin is Cody Johnson's Till You Can't. So that would get my vote. All right. I hope people are still sticking with us. I know we're over almost 45 minutes into the show now, uh, but we got two more categories. Let's go to uh, best R&B song. And the nominees are Cuff It by Beyonce, Riders Beyonce, Denicia Andrews, Mary Christine Brockert, Brittany Coney, The Dream, Morton Ristorp, Niall Rogers, and Raphael Sadiq. Good Morning Gorgeous by Mary J. Blige, Riders Mary J. Blige, Her, David Brown, Dernst Mill II, and Tiara Thomas. Hours and Hours by Mooney Long, writers Hamadi Abi, Dylan Graham, Priscilla Renee, Thaddeus Harrell, Brandon John Baptiste, Isaac Riston, and Justin Nathaniel Zim. Hurt Me So Good by Jasmine Sullivan, writers Jasmine Sullivan, Akil Henry, Michael Holmes, Luca Mahdi, and Elliot Trent. And Please Don't Walk Away by PJ Morton, written by PJ Morton. Uh, Good Morning Gorgeous by Mary J. Blige appears in Record of the Year category, uh, so it could be considered a favorite. But then again, it's up against a Beyonce song, and Beyonce is Beyonce. I bet she'll win more. I I, I don't know that. I'm not going to say I bet, but I'm predicting Beyonce will win more awards than any other artist this year. Uh, So I just have a feeling that Cuff It is going to win this category, even though Good Morning Gorgeous is, is in that Record of the Year category. Yeah, I I actually my I absolutely agree with you one hundred percent because at my first inclination when I was looking at the nominations were, oh well, Good Morning Gorgeous is in Record of the Year, so it has to, it's probably going to be it. And this, but then I saw Beyonce, and it's like you know, like you can't. It's hard to go against Beyonce, especially in, in the R and B categories. It, it surely is, uh, but I would imagine it's also kind of hard to go against Mary J. Blige in those categories as well. Um, my vote would go to Please Don't Walk Away by P. J. Morton. I don't have a whole lot to add to it. It's just my favorite of the five nominees. But I also think if I were going to be an odds maker, I would say it probably has the fifth best chance of winning out of these five nominees. Uh, do you have one you would vote for? Um, I actually would vote for Good Morning Gorgeous for Mary J. Blige. Uh, and our final category is kind of my pet category that I make Tyler do with me each year. Uh, it's it's not one uh, of the major genres, and it's without a doubt one of the awards that's going to be handed out during the pre-telecast when most of the bets are actually handed out, and that is Best American Roots Song. And the nominees are Bright Star by Anais Mitchell, written by Anais Mitchell, Forever by Sheryl Crow, written by Sheryl Crow and Jeff Trott, High and Lonesome by Robert Plant and Allison Krauss, written by Robert Plant and T-Bone Burnett, Just Like That by Bonnie Raitt, written by Bonnie Raitt, Prodigal Daughter by Aoife O'Donovan and Alyssa Russell, sorry, Allison Russell, writers Aoife O'Donovan and Tim O'Brien, and You and Me on the Rock by Brandy Carlisle featuring Lucius, writers Brandy Carlisle and Phil and Tim Hanzeroth. Um, okay. Uh, you and Me on the Rock is in the general field category and record of the year. Just Like That by Bonnie Raitt is in a general field category and song of the year. That makes this very interesting, Tyler. Um, I'll never forget when Mumford and Sons won overall album of the year for Babel, but actually lost an Americana album award that same year to Bonnie Raitt. So even though Brandy Carlisle is the most nominated artist of any in this category this year, I'm not only not counting out Raitt, but I'm going to predict Raitt to win just like that. Uh, who do you think it's going to be? Well, you know, it's it's funny because like I um. 
it's kind of funny because mine are uh, so I'm I'm predicting you and me on the Rock to win, but like my vote would actually be for just like that for Bonnie Raitt. That song, you know, one of the, I actually like that we do this category and that you do this because I pretty I loved almost every song in this category when I was listening to it, um, and um, just like that was the one that for me was just so it was so beautiful um, the story that it takes you on and I'm sitting there just literally like really entranced in the song like I'm just like trying to figure it all out and it really just told a beautiful story and just laid it out and it kept you kind of in suspense as to like what fully was going on uh, and then at the end of it when you find out that beautiful story it's just oh such a good song um, and it just does what music you know should do just tells us such a beautiful story and um, so I, I'm predicting you and me on the rock to win but I'm saying that I would vote for just like that and would not be I would be very happy to be wrong if just like that did win. Well, I'm I'm the exact opposite because I like I said, I predicted Bonnie Wright to win. And of course I'm going right in Brandy Carloff vote for the fourth time on this show. I swear guys, I do like other artists. Um the Grammy Awards again will be Sunday, February fifth on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus at seven PM Central Time. Uh Performers that have already been announced to uh, to appear are Harry Styles, Bad Bunny, Mary J. Blige, Brandi Carlisle, Luke Combs, Steve Lacey, Lizzo, and Sam Smith and Kim Petras. I'm sure more artists will be announced uh, the closer we get. It would be weird for Beyonce and Adele not to perform, uh, but neither have been confirmed yet. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I've saw. I heard that Adele. Uh, is it going to and i heard that they're in negotiations with a big star and people are thinking it's either beyonce or taylor swift but i don't i honestly don't think taylor swift is going to be there because um i think you know she's prepared for this era's tour and i honestly could see her not go well she's got a song of your nomination so i think she should go and she should perform that song of your nomination honestly i would I would really wish that every artist nominated and in both record and song of the year would go and perform their song. Um, I don't know how many, I know I would really love it, but I don't know how many people are clamoring to see ABBA uh, and Bonnie Raitt perform live, uh, but I would enjoy it. Uh, I wouldn't like to sit through Gail performing her song, but hey, she was nominated, so I guess she would deserve it. Yeah. Anyway, you got anything you want to add about the, uh, the awards coming up this week, later this week? Just go Beyonce and Taylor Swift. And Brandy Carlisle. And Brandy Carlisle. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for joining me once again, Tyler. And I would like to ask people to rate and review this show. Um, so um, I hope I hope we enjoy the show on Sunday, Tyler. Oh, yeah, me too. Hopefully it'll be a good one. All right. You have a good one. All right, you too. Bye. Bye-bye.